Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian Espinel, and joining me through Discord is my boy, my partner in crime. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Cold partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. <laughs> What's up, Chris? <laughs> hey, how are you? How you doing, buddy? You doing okay? Hanging? Yeah, man. Chilling. Ready to read these comics with you, buddy. Hell yeah. Uh, also joining us through Discord is our producer, my brother. Uh, he is Edgelord of Big News, Brian. Sub nerds. Damn, I'm so good at introductions. Fuck. Damn. Uh, should be uh, a, a WWE commentator. I should, man. I need a professional career in broadcasting. I'm fucking great. <laughs> I'm feeling myself today. Leave me alone. Um, Five stars. We have a great show today. I'm so excited. Everything's back. Everything. We have all of our manga, except for, I guess, like the regular monthly series, but whatever. We have some good stuff coming in. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get into plugs right away. You could find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where are you at on social media? That's at JD Cole underscore 37. Send a firm request. Yeah, yeah. My shit is private. And that's on Instagram. Uh, uh, Brian, where are you at? Where, what's your stuff? What's you can your find point? me on b.esp on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oh, whoop, whoops, sorry, <clears throat> not TikTok. Uh, you can find me on, yeah, but he Twitch is on there. At, it's Punchline. Uh, swing by whenever I want to stream. I don't know. It's been a stream, but yeah, you, do, you guys do know TikTok got banned, right? Oh no, it's about to get banned. I still got it on my phone. I'm still enjoying this fun millennial content. Microsoft, they're giving Microsoft enough time to buy it. If Microsoft doesn't buy it, it's banned. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, this isn't the podcast for that, but I have no idea what everybody's beef. I have, I don't know. I don't follow the news a lot, so I have it's no because, idea. Uh, it's because China. That's all you need to know. Damn it. All right. Well, I guess that's a strange relationship, but for another time. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you could find uh, our theme song that you're listening to right now is uh, is by Drum Foo, fantastic hip hop producer. Uh, you can follow him at Drum underscore Foo. Uh, he's incredible, obviously very talented, super cool guy to work with. If you guys need some instrumental needs, uh, hit him up. He's awesome. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram, uh, as well as TikTok while it lasts. Um, and uh, email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com uh, for any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk about. Or you can just comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Also, if you're listening on YouTube, we have a 49-episode backlog of stuff that does not have video attached because this is before we figured all that shit out. So uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review on there. That would be helpful. Uh, and if you're listening to the audio, if you've been an audio uh, listener for all this time, thank you, first and foremost. You guys are the OG fans. Um, you can uh, click the link in your description. Spotify has that ability now, so you can do it on Spotify, too. Uh, you, there's a link in the description of every episode that leads to our YouTube channel. You can subscribe there and, uh, and uh, you know, give us uh, some likes, some comments. Uh, let us know what you think about this week's comics as we go through them. And, uh, of course, as always... Spoiler alerts ahead. We are going to get started. It's time to randomize. World Trigger. Uh, It is back. (laughs) 
It's good to have one trigger. Two months. Yeah, and we're nearing chapter 200 of this series. This is, uh, we have two chapters this month. Uh, Ashihara decided to make it up to us for missing two weeks, which was very sweet of him. Uh, we have uh, chapter 198, B rank mid tier final match, part two. Um, Who's your favorite side character? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. Who won the latest popularity polls in Japan? I'm not even sure. I don't think any of the... No, no, no. We're going to find out via this content. (laughs) I don't think that's the point of this, but... Sure. But uh, last we left off, there is this weird bonus rank war with uh, a couple of side characters, uh, Nasu Squad, uh, um, Sua Squad, and uh, Katori Squad. Was there a fourth one? I don't really recall. I feel like there was a fourth one, but I could be wrong. Um, But anyway, last we left off, uh, a bunch of people got eliminated, so... uh, you know, the battle was, like, continuing. We, we started kind of in the middle. Someone was already... Akuma guy was already eliminated, and um, I believe the attacker from Sua Squad, uh, Sasamori. I can't believe I'm remembering all these names. Uh, it's been so long since I read this series. Uh, Sasamori was also eliminated. Uh, and Katori decided to take it upon herself to, to uh, carry her fucking team. And, uh, yeah... The battle, it basically, we, we proceed as we do with every rank war. Uh, all of the agents watching kind of give their commentary uh, on Sua's next, on uh, every squad's next move after the previous one. And it turns out uh, Katori has been practicing using spiders, just like Osamu does. Swagger Jacka. Yeah. That's all right, though. You it, do what you got to do, right? Well, it's funny because she's like kind of like uh, Osamu and, uh, and Yuma combined. You know, she's like, not only can she use the spider bullets, she's also maneuvering through them like like Yuma does. Um, and I remember that's kind of like her thing is that she's like incredibly, an incredibly talented agent, but um, she's very arrogant and uh, she's very uh, like, a, like a very selfish player on a team, essentially. I mean, yeah, she gave up one. Of, I don't know. I mean, this is kind of interesting because for her to have the spider wire, you know, you got to give something else up. That you wouldn't normally have. So she either gave up an extra shield, mm-hmm. maybe an extra offensive trigger, maybe mm-hmm. another. Well, she got grasshopper. I, I forget how the slots work. <laughs> uh, I remember completely. <laughs> honest, it's a little. It's a little ambiguous. Okay, so here's but, here's how it works. Uh, every trigger you get two <laughs> triggers, one for each hand. Yeah, uh, and uh, there's I believe four slots on each. Yeah, four four or eight. Um, it's either one of those two. I believe it's four. You can. It's eight total. You you only have a certain a finite amount of uh, weapons you can equip yourself with. So in for it, like Josh was saying, in order for her to use the spider bullets, she had to give up uh, another aspect of her game, essentially to gain that, which is very, <laughs> of course, just a testament to how fucking cool the power system is for this series. <laughs> Holy shit! And how much of a beast she is. You know, she she just incorporated this in in. in and took this <laughs> took homie out took the, the, the captain of this squad out i don't know I, I guess she didn't put in as much work as 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 it we're, we're, we're making it seem like it is but then again she is in a fight with nasu yeah uh first things first this, so she just immediately just like destroys sua um she just comes in and knees him with a fucking scorpion pretty, no problem pretty cool um i'm not mad at it and then um his he's immediately bailed out. She just destroyed him right in the try-on system, so he is gone. Um, next, 
he she is taking on his like buddy who was with him. Uh, the Sua Squad tend to play this like tight formation game where uh, they eat the, they they gang up together. One two people use a shield while their attacker usually like performs like a direct assault. Um, it's it's pretty weird. Um, meanwhile, Nasu is just coming around using her viper attack uh, viper bullets. Viper bullets are basically the bullets you plan trajectories for in advance. But Nasu is special in that she can just kind of control them as they go. Um, so she's just like out here trying to catch Katori. And like their her operator is just like Susumi's coming from behind. You gotta watch out. And she's like, man, you forget who I am. <laughs> I'm fucking mm-hmm. Nasu. I see him. Uh, so, and I see him too, by the way. BT Dubs. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, I am best girl. Uh, <laughs> and, hey. So you know she's doing all the like this rounds assault on Katori, but. Katori's like shielding herself. She's playing the game right. And then all of a sudden, Nasu gets caught up in fucking spiders, bro. <laughs> uses them like a trap instead of like a, 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 a you know, a, a trampoline for herself. Yeah, kind of like a, a mind attack. And then Katori just comes in, slashes her fucking shoulder, uh, destroys her try-on system. Easy. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to take her out, but it did. Bam. Mm-hmm. Bam. Oh, and Nasu's going think I am. It's a big deal. Nasu's like one of the stronger people in in uh, in the B ranks. Um, so Susumin tries to like use his shotgun to take her down, and he manages to hit her. Like I think by mostly luck. Well, they say she he he because he uses the two guns. He shot with one, and then predicted where she was going to go, and shot with the other hand. And it was kind of cool. It was his. It was little- cool. I'm not saying that like to disparage Susumin. Uh, I think like. He it really worked out for him is what I'm trying to say. This strategy. Oh, he took advantage of that situation. Like he pulled up as soon as she took out uh, Nasu. So you know. Yeah, and Katori's gone uh, after she took down like That's so it. many people solo. And uh, I think like uh, the Viper shots that uh, that Nasu left behind are still around, uh, following her. I guess the not the Viper shot stay around until they hit. That's pretty fucking crazy. Um. And then Susumi notices also that there's like a fixed charge, like a a meteor, I believe, maybe. Like a meteor bullet just chilling down there. It, it's a mm. fixed charge. This is like kind of a newish strategy everyone's using. It's just leaving a meteor behind, like a mine. Um, and so he, to counter this, he he just creates a fixed shield, like just in place. Uh, uh, the, um, the Escudos are usually like that, where they sprout from the ground. Uh, and and shield people, but I guess like these guys have uh, found a way to use it in a regular sense. So uh, he's like covered all the way around, but then uh, Nasu's squad sniper shoots the fucking meter bullet and uh, it explodes and it actually hits Susumin. Um, I think he was like in trying to protect her shot. He just made like a smaller focus shield because she was using a stronger gun that would probably break through the fixed one. So I guess he was taking precaution against that, lowered his shield, and then the meteor hit him. Uh, or lowered the defense of his, like, fixed shield. I guess that's how it works. You know what I'm saying, right? I'm trying yeah, to make he couldn't cover for all... That was the problem. There was three hits coming in. The Vipers, the Bomb, and the Snipe. Mm-hmm. He could, you know... The fixed shield was smart because it was able to kind of 
blanket cover two options while him having the fix shield to try to block the shot. But he had to also guess where she was going to shoot. And yes. he guessed wrong. She played, you know, she... And I guess the point is, you know, he did the best he could. And the girl also made a smart play, you know, in, in a favorable situation. It was cool. It was a nice growth for everybody. Nasu was still Nasu. She was still mm-hmm. oppressive. You know, Sua Squad, I guess, did Sua Squad stuff. And it was pretty late. <laughs> right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, hey, it's, it's funny. It's I unfortunate... It's unfortunate that this lady was a body shop bandit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we take 95. It's some full damage. <laughs> 90, 90, you, you know why I only need five more? That's fine. We'll take that. You don't always need a headshot. <laughs> I'm a body shop bandit in Fortnite. I, I take my bolt action and hit the chest. I don't even aim for the head. If I catch a head, I'll take it. I always body. Yeah, hey, body shot. Then I pull the AR and try to finish. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a. I'm not good at Fortnite at all. <laughs> so it does that. You would be. I don't I think so. Up more. <laughs> I think I don't have an affinity for that game. It's bad. But I said that about uh, a lot of things. I said that about Madden, and I'm like, not as as bad as I used to be. <laughs> I bet you would cream me in Madden. I mean, you do you know how to play Madden? Not really, but I know football, I guess. So yeah, I mean, that's all you really need to know is if you know. It's the same thing with all these games. Once you like, kind of know it. it, I don't know. You just always ask Madden for the play. Say what? I and always ask Madden. (laughs) I don't know what that means. For the play. Oh, maybe they removed that. (laughs) You used to be able to. There used to be an option to ask Madden when it came to your defensive or offensive play, and he would just. It would just. Do it for you for, instead okay, of like... Okay, so yeah, the thing is like what you can do, like men 20 is what I have. And what they do is uh, you get like coach suggestions. So it gives you like a list of plays that might be best in the scenario. And you got to pick from one. So it's like a it's like a better version of Ask Madden. They yeah. Say, you know what? Here's a few of these. Don't even yeah, worry about I that. Guess right. in, the, in, the, in the playbook. Yeah. I mean, apparently the game stinks. <laughs> but this is the first and only Madden game I've ever played. So I wouldn't know. Uh but uh, in any case, back to World Trigger. Uh, the sniper from Nasu Squad totally snipes the shit out of Susumin. And with that, Nasu Squad ranks seven overall and has moved into the top tier of the B rank squad for the first time. Uh, yay! <laughs> and uh, we move on to our second chapter, chapter 199. And also, I realize these chapters are actually like kind of longer. This was like. 199 is a cha- is 24 pages. It's pretty unusual for oh, that's cool. Uh this is chapter 199 B rank wars end. Um man, it's I'm so sad it's over. This is one of the best this is one of the best arcs ever. <laughs> man. Wow, Nasu squad finished over Yuba squad. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh not Azuma squad. Yeah, the what determines the rankings in border is how many points you accumulate over the season. So like the cumulative points of every squad is counted together from every battle they fought up to this point. And that's what determines the rankings. Uh, so basically, you know, the chapter starts off as every like B rank wars and kind of starts is everybody is just kind of giving commentary of what happened. Uh, it's, it's a lot to go through. It's a lot of dialogue. And this is probably what's going to be for world trigger for a while. It's just kind of like, a lot of dialogue until they start moving into the away missions. Um, mm. 
But uh, yeah, basically, we we do get this little interesting scene where the uh, the higher ups of Border, the Shinoda, uh, there's the overall Scar Man who who runs all of Border and Nezumi. Um, they're they're just kind of like looking over uh, Hira, the Naso Squad sniper's uh, file, and basically determining whether it's really okay to kind of let her go. Um, and it's kind of like an interesting fact. I wonder what happens if they don't determine that they're like suitable for release in a way, you know? Because Hiura doesn't have any like personality issues and she doesn't know enough to really like be a be a liability out in the open, you know? So it's okay for the They just kind of agree to let her go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if this is, um, you know, supposed to be giving us just a slight window into how they decide things just by aesthetic mm-hmm. or is it more so like a, oh this is gonna play a role in the future with when some ideas i'm gonna leave i don't know I, i'm yeah. leaning, i'm leaning more towards the former yeah I, I am too uh i just thought it was kind of like interesting as like why would they show this uh. if it didn't if it wasn't yeah, right, like, like an that. interesting mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. like a mm, twirl huh mm. twirl with a beard mm. Mm. i wonder what that's about uh so, yeah, we then meet with Conda, the former Yuba squad all-rounder. He's, he's meet up with, met up with everybody, and I think he's, like, leaving officially. Like, this is his goodbye party, as everybody is like, yeah, I'm out, you know. It, this is the all-rounder that decided to retire. I forget the reason, but uh, he left Yuba squad. Um, to work on triggers. Yeah. And, you know, Yuba Squad is kind of, like, reminiscing. Like, this was the first season of the new Yuba Squad, you know, where it was just three of us. And we did all right, you know? We're in, like, kind of, like, the top of the mid-tier, which is pretty good for B-Rank Wars, honestly. Yeah. Uh, And then we get this, I guess, like, this was the point of this Rank Wars, to kind of just, like, close the story for Nasu Squad. Because this has been kind of, like, an ongoing thing with them. We've known that Hero was going to leave for a while. So, uh, the girls, uh, most of the girls, oh, well, Chika and, uh, and Izuho, who is like, kind of like a background character we've seen around a lot. Uh, she was like a C-rank trainee that hung around the snipers. She's a sniper herself. Yeah. And, uh, she hangs out with Chika, like she's Chika's best friend in the organization. And she's seeing Hiro off with Nasu squad. And, uh, she nominates, uh, Izuho to take her spot on Nasu squad, uh, so, you know, Izuho kind of ex- accepts, but she's like, you know, I'm not in B rank yet. I'm still a trainee in C rank, so I have to get there first. But uh, so yeah, I'm 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 really a grind, you know. So just give me some time. I'm yeah, good. and they agree, you know. They're like, yeah, we'll wait for you. You know, B rank war season isn't for like however long it takes for a new season to come up. <laughs> so um, yeah, basically, the year maybe. And the chapter ends with uh. Jin, who we haven't seen since the fucking... I don't think we've seen... Have we seen Jin since, like, the the break? Since Ashihara's break? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while, I feel. He's there, and he's hanging out with uh, Osamu and Yuma. Just like, yeah, nice. <laughs> and uh, now they have to face the away team test. Oh, my God, Josh. Oh. What if they have to What if they have to fight a, a rank squad now? Nah, I don't... <laughs> I don't listen. I don't think it's gonna be on the. I, I think it's gonna be. And, all right, all right. So let me put it like this. I believe it's gonna be a all around type of situation where yeah. they gotta 
you know, think outside the box, probably some combat involved, mostly, you know, understanding and teamwork and, 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 and knowing what's like, you know, understanding mm-hmm. protocol. Kind of similar to like a lot of the hero tests from My Hero Academia in the same sense, you know, where it wasn't, you know, there was a lot of potential for combat, but there was, you know, it was much more layered than that. Yeah. Something of that sort. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't There's think a lot it... of potential for it to be something more than just a rank war. Yeah. Now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, well, I want them to just get there. I, yeah, think, I... I think it'd be nice for, 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 for a rank to be something that happens after the away missions or maybe after something else. I don't know. I want that to be something else that happens mm-hmm. later on. Yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, I also don't think it's going to be like A rank wars. Although that would be. Fun. It'd be such a wasted. Uh, uh, I think it'd just be such a, a waste, and it's yeah, it'd be uncharacteristic. Yeah. Of 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 World Trigger for them to do. You guys really think there's going to be an A rank wars though? I don't. I know. don't think so either. I don't I, think it's going to be exactly this the way it is, but I think there's going to be a situation where they like where they're showcased heavily, and we're going to see them in combat whether they're going against. Uh. The B rank squad or, or, or squad trying to enter the A rank, or they're just out there on the away mission helping out. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Here's the but thing: what is that like what I've test look like though? Wait, say what? No idea. Oh yeah, what they, what it would look like? Um, it would have to be an A rank thing. Like they would have to be going up against like a combination of A rank people outside of their own squads, right? Like the captains of each. Probably, team. but not just straight up combat, like I was saying earlier. Yeah. You know, it's, it's probably going to be a test of, of, of wits and like trials. Yeah, that's how I feel. You know how that um, is. You know the trope. I mean, well, it can be done well. Well, that's the thing is that they're really not cool. like, they're not like tr- doing this test for rank. They're doing this to determine how Whether viable they'd be on the field. So it's, it's going to be different. Uh, I don't. I don't think they'll ever do an A rank, uh, A rank war because the A ranks seem pretty fixed. Like everybody's, nobody moves around too much up there. Uh, Tachikawa has been like number one forever, and and uh, I, I forget. Um, I I forget the fucking all these ranks. Kazuma Squad has always been like number three. I don't think these rank the A ranks move around that much in rank. Uh, I or maybe I think they're determined more by like missions. Yeah. Than- Actual head to head, yeah, that's for sure. Tamakoma, if you give them more time, they literally become the most OP team in the fucking. Well, for sure, man. The only the only two people holding them back is 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 Osamu and 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 Chica. And honestly, Chica's starting to take that step anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, World Trigger is interesting as ever. I love that they like went back to just kind of close this background story. I think that's going to be important. Uh, down the line, I don't think they would like focus as much time on it, and especially put like someone like Izuho, who's been just kind of like in the background and not ultra consequential to the story, and hasn't been. But uh, yeah, I, I I like it. You know, just it's one of those things that makes your world feel a little more full. You know, just giving that little bit of uh, color and stuff to your to your story. Um, I mean, it's always yeah, enjoyable. Kind of like like desserts. Yeah, like you desserts. Know? And we got like a bonus bank stuff, rank war out of it. And it was pretty cool. <laughs> but um, that's all I got to say about World Trigger. It's awesome as usual. Next next time is 200. Uh, I'm so excited to be celebrating it's 200. That's awesome. I didn't I ne- realize it was already at that point. Yeah, I never thought we'd get it again. Would have been much stuff. further down the road, but, yeah. you know, what else? Yeah. It is what it is. But uh, without further ado, uh, we good with randomizing now, boys? Let's go.
Randomize. The Empire books. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> we uh, Okay, so we have three, I think, this week, if I'm remembering. Oh, no, we have four. But uh, the first of which is going to be very quick because I don't, I, I don't have much of a, an opinion on it. This is Lords of the Empire, uh, Celestial Messiah. Um, this is a lot like uh, oh, yeah. the Hulkling uh, tie-in that we got where it explained Hulklings, which um, I got to be honest, I liked a little better. Uh, we, it's kind of, uh, this whole thing focuses on some weird ritual thing with the, uh, with the Kotati and uh, kind of, you know, establishing what the Celestial Messiah, like what Koi's whole uh, backstory is. He has like this uh, big fight with his mom in his mind, you know. I guess he's just got to, like, kill his mom metaphorically uh, in order to, to, like, be a full king in this war, you know? It's like, okay, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, crazy about it. And I I think that points to a bigger... I'm not really invested in Koi as a villain. That's probably one of the shortfallings of this this event is that I'm, like, Koi? Meh, (laughs) you know? He just came out of nowhere, man. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good that they thought to give us a little bit more on him. It's just uh, a little late now. In the classic art? Yeah, in the classic art, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I, I always appreciate when they like nod to... like. Look at those spine. shoulder pieces on Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 90s! <laughs> <laughs> 90s and 80s comic book designs. <laughs> yeah, it was just so exaggerated. Big ass shoulder blades. We were cool and edge. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, this guy's trying to what? Light a match? Light a match? No. No. no that's it. He's trying to catch a ball. Yeah. So he's like, fuck you, mom. I'm going to be a bad guy now. And she's like, no, don't do it, son. And, she, and he's like, no, too bad. <laughs> I talked to dad first. Maybe you should have talked to me before I talked to dad. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, with that, I guess I mean I have almost no thoughts on it. I thought it was like just a meh type of deal. Um, but with that, the next one is uh, Empire X Men number two, uh, two of two of four. And uh, Jonathan Hickman's not writing this one. That's interesting. He wrote the first one, and now he, like he passed this one on to Jerry Duggan. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think the quality is upheld. Uh, I would say. But uh, last we left off with the X-Men, uh, the X-Men have gone to Genosha and have discovered that uh, someone, Scarlet Witch, has resurrected all of the dead mutants on Genosha and now they're zombies, which is a cool concept. If they keep that like as a factor happening in the background of the X-Books, that would be pretty sick. But um, yeah, a, a team of uh, X-Men discovered this made up of Angel, Magic, uh, Madra, uh, the multiple man and uh, penance. Uh, they show up there, and who's there to hang out with them? It's fucking horticulture who was who was built up in like the second issue of X Men. Uh, they're basically the Golden Girls if they were a supervillain group. Uh, yeah, and I'm honestly it makes total sense that they would be a part of the situation. Yeah, because they deal with plants, and uh, their whole thing is that they've been just plant people. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, they've been uh, tr- they've been like stealing little pieces of Krakoa. They found a way to like infiltrate Krakoa and just steal little pieces of him to study, um, which is pretty wild. Uh, and you know they ha- they just like no none of the X Men feel bad. Like oh, all of them feel bad about beating up on women, so they just let these old women push them around. <laughs> and uh, they be- except for magic, um, you know, because <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck about nothing. So, yeah, and she's a fan favorite. Yeah. She's been around for a while, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking. <laughs> cool. uh, okay, so basically they have to work together to deal with not only the Kotati, but the zombie mutants that are on Krakoa. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they fight both plant people. Uh, the, the horticulture seems to be, like, chipping off pieces of the Kotati, uh, which will probably be a factor down the line in these X books. Um, I'm loving how they like... Yeah, I, I thought about that instantly. I am loving how they're taking this event and he's like, yeah, no, we're not doing your thing. You're doing our thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I guess it's not like these these events aren't planned way in advance and they don't, you know, they don't know. But still, it is. it really does seem like he's just hijacking this event. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'll yeah, play. You guys are sending them to me. Okay, cool. Your Thanks ev- for your fodder, villains. Your event can help us <laughs> if you want. Um, yeah, it was. So, yeah, Mystic uh, Magic goes into her, like, ultimate demon mode. Um, and, you know, she gets tired of this shit. You know, starts tearing shit up. She puts horticulture like in a weird pocket dimension thing and he's like stop fucking with us <laughs> or I'll leave you in this pocket in limbo. we have a cool little moment with Black Tom he's like Black Tom I have to make a construct out of plant and I guess like dirt and fungus and fecundity is that poop <laughs> did he make like manure a manure clone uh, so yeah after all that you know, Black Tom is like they they tell Black Tom to call every time. Oh, not I, from that's from spores and stuff from like the uh, no. dust and fungus. No. Not not poop. not poop. Yeah. Um. So yeah, after all this, you know they uh they tell the horticulture to fucking watch their act. She turns into her ultimate demon form. She's like, I'm not. I'm done fucking with you guys. And then she is puts that the all silver stuff. I don't know what this form is, but it is what it is. So it's um, super duper dope. It's super cute. <laughs> she has exaggerated shoulders too. Not must be a theme of vampire. I guess so. Um, okay, so she puts out a call to every telepath or psychic mutant on Krakoa, and they all come spilling through the gate into the celestial. I mean, into the uh, the Genosha. Um, I don't know. You see them shoulders. I see them shoulders. I see them. <laughs> and um yeah that's where the issue ends um i mean this is probably the best tie-in of the entire event <laughs> yeah it's almost not even close uh so did you notice quentin choir's shirt yeah where it says i'm with stupid and it's just like pointing to everyone um he's a great troll uh and that was the x-men tie-in i like it i mean Honestly, even if you're not really really reading Empire, it's probably good to pick this one up. Um, yeah, it's definitely a part of the X-Men story. Don't pay any attention to the plan. 
Yeah, it's even like listed in the uh, the checklist for all the X books as Empire X Men is on there. Yeah, just so he's like, oh no no no, this one's <laughs> this one matters. You'll get. I mean, some... Hickman himself wrote these, so come on. Yeah. Dude, must we say more? No. Uh, the last one is Empire number four itself. Um. Yeah, last we left off, we learned about the pyre, which is a, basically a, a machine that blows up suns, and all of the Kree and uh, and Scroll are like, "We're gonna use it, right? We're gonna destroy the Earth finally, yeah!" And everybody's like, "I don't. Nobody likes this plan. <laughs> Why are you getting hype?" Not one person. <laughs> everybody's like, "No, stop! <laughs> We're not gonna. We won't be doing this. Stop it! <laughs> Everybody hates this plan. But uh, apparently, all of a sudden." Uh, Hulkling comes out. The issue starts with at the Kree f- Scroll flagship. Um, this guy is just like talking about how man, our soldiers are really bickering down there. They really, we weren't o- as over our Kree uh, Scroll beef as we thought. And they're really causing trouble down there. We're sorry. We should have had a more disciplined team, I guess. Um, and she's like, maybe we should uh, wake the Emperor. And she's like. No, he hasn't slept in forever. We need to let him rest. But turns out Hulkling is back, and he's like, not only am I awake, but now I want to use the big sun weapon. And, then, <laughs> and everybody's like, what? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? <laughs> and uh, immediately, uh, Johnny Storm and, and Captain Marvel, having all this experience with just clones and shit, are just like, yeah, you're not Hulkling. Immediately, you just changed your mind while you were sleeping. And, uh, man, I, I gotta give it to this whole whoever this Hulkling impersonator is, is probably the Scroll Queen, obviously. But, uh, he, she's not giving herself up, she's like, still like, I'm Hulkling, <laughs> I am who I am. Uh, so yeah, they try to they try to fight off this new Hulkling, and then the Super Scroll and the Kree guy are like, no. Hey, we we won't. St- we're gonna use the sun weapon. God damn it! And you're not gonna stop us. Um, and it turns out, I guess the the super scroll has a fifth power, which is irresistible hypnotism. Um, sure. That's. <laughs> I mean, you got it, bro. Brian, uh, can you do me a favor? Can you look <laughs> up the super scroll's power to make sure that this is not an ass bull? Like, go to the wiki and see if they changed it in time. <laughs> If hypnot let it let us know. Nigga had to tell us. Remember, my <laughs> <laughs> remember. I have all four Wait. of the Fantastic Four's powers, but also my also sec- this. Mm. Don't forget that one. It's very useful for this moment. Yeah, he basically has like, look at my Sharingan powers. Um, all right, you want Super Skull's powers? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's. Um, in the meantime, I guess I'll continue. Uh, one of these scroll emissary. Oh, the magic. Uh, you know, the aide, the right hand man to Hulkling teleports Captain Marvel and Johnny Storm away. They ended up in an apartment, which is Wiccan's apartment, and uh, yeah, he's back into the story. Uh, I like how they colored his uh, his suit here. I don't remember them drawing it this way before, where it was like the space thing on his. On yeah, his suit. right. I don't. I don't remember that, but he did do a really good job. Yeah, I'm a fan. Again, of this is this is whose son? Wanda's son. Yes, this is uh, Scarlet Witch. Does he know his mom is a fucking spare? <laughs> yes, he's aware. Is that like that's been visited? Yes, that's been that's been visited. He's been around for a while, so I'm sure they've touched on it. 
Right. Right. She's a, she confirmed has mental illness, right? Is yes. that what's going on? Okay. Yeah. Right. Brian, what were you? Did you find it? All right. So he has scroll shape shifting, super mm-hmm. scroll engineering, mm-hmm. hypnotic gaze, oh, wow. cosmic <laughs> energy power receptors, well, pyrokinesis, plasma all right. form. I've heard enough. Fire Flight, heat absorption, superhuman strength. Oh, yeah, he has all the powers of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, plus the hypnotism. Okay, yeah. so. He should always said hypnotism? Yeah, yeah, right? he yeah, said yeah. hypnotism. All right, all right. You, all got, right. you got us there. Score one for Empire, I guess. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He has, a, he has an ability called creative power use. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks outside the box. That's <laughs> If that was the case, there'd be a lot of superpower people, man. Man. <laughs> He's got corporate synergy as a superpower. <laughs> Actually, one of his abilities is called leadership as well. That's hilarious. Yeah, he is proficient in Microsoft Suite. These are just D&D attributes. <laughs> He's got plus five charisma. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on Earth, uh, Reed Richards is just like fucking sad boying all over the place. I don't know what the fuck got yeah. into him. He's really like, man, everything's going to shit. Tony's all sad. Tony feels... He's goddamn so- playing people are winning. <laughs> Captain America's off fucking around in Virginia. Who told him to go there? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so basically he goes over to Tony. Tony's building just like another suit. This is just kind of what he does now. And uh, Tony is building another suit with a four on it. Um, it's pretty cool. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you know. Kind of like why, but yeah. Sure. yeah, I mean, even Reed is like another suit of armor, bro. And he's literally Reed's like. like, I mean. <laughs> he's, he's literally does, like. Does Reed not see it? Could he? Could he not see it, or he just does he know? Well, like, he knows that he not see the four on the chest. I don't think so. I think he just knows he's building another suit. Yeah, right. Because and, and, and Tony's like, I, it, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's he literally like, he I'm, a, he's like, I'm Iron Man. It's kind of my thing to just make I build suits. New suits for the situation at hand. <laughs> Is what I do. I just, I call, I go home, I build suit, I beat bad guy with suit, I go home, build another suit. It's all my thing. <laughs> um, meanwhile in Wakanda, uh, Black Panther, along with the thing and uh, and a few others are fighting against the Kotari horde there. He has uh, Hulkling's magic sword and, uh, you know, doing the, the Black Panther thing, kicking ass, taking names. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, back in Lake Victoria, Koi is still like, should we be fighting now? And Swordsman's like, no, we have to wait for the Black Panther to unleash his, his, uh, his big plan before we go through it. He's a master of strategy. We can't just go in there willy nilly. And that's when Mantis shows up with, uh, the She-Hulk and, uh, Sue Storm and the thing. I thought the thing was with, uh, with Black Panther, but maybe I was wrong there. Uh, yeah, she tries to talk him down because, you know, that's the first option. They're trying to find a peaceful solution. They're trying not to kill anybody right now. Um, and, you know, as they're doing this, you know, as they're fighting here, uh, that's when She-Hulk just starts wiling out. <laughs> She's like, it's a lie. This Kree scroll has de- uh, developed the pyre. They're coming and they're going to de- use the sun weapon. Finally, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you pieces of shit. 
and everybody's like, "Whoa, are you okay, She Hulk?" And she's like, "Why are you? Why are you, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, why are you sticking her up for the bad guys?" And she's like, "Because I am the bad guy." <laughs> and then she just uses her gamma move, and it turns out that she's been killed and possessed by one of the Kotati a while back. So, uh... Whoa. yep. I read this and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Excuse no. me? No, that's not what." I- Stop it! That's cat. Stop it! <laughs> not that I cared for 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 her that much, but come on, man. come on. She's still in Jason Aaron's book. She's not going away anytime. Imagine oh, they just really? kill her off here, and then she just disappears from the Jason Aaron Avengers book. Yeah, right. Oh, she passed away in in that event. <laughs> People are like, "What? Wait, excuse Imagine me. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's dead." The reason to get Empire. Yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. read just to see this is how it happened. They're like, what off screen? <laughs> yeah, so now there's like a Kotati out there with the powers of the Hulk, and now everybody's pissed. Everybody's like, "Shit!" And uh, meanwhile, back in uh, Wiccan's apartment, he's scanning the memories of Carol, and Carol, and he's like, "Yeah, that's definitely not, definitely not my husband." I know him better than anybody. It's definitely not him. So, obvious mm. obvious twist realized. <laughs> um, and uh, that's where the issue ends. Uh, I guess Wiccan's going to help him out, which is cool. I like Wiccan, all right. Um, I think I've come to the conclusion about this event that it's just, like, good. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not, like, crazy about it. Uh, I'm enjoying it, but I'm also, like... Yeah, this could have waited a little while. I feel like we could have uh, just kind of had like a a little bit of time without a big massive marvel event. <laughs> yeah. Just chilled for a minute and let me breathe and let my wallet recover. Um but uh yeah, I mean it's a solid event if you're into it. It's not like there are worse events out there. So, you know, it's a solid investment, I guess is what I'm saying. Um any any last thoughts? No. All right. With that with that being said, it is uh buying time. Okay, time to randomize. Chainsaw Man. Um, this is Chainsaw Man, chapter 79, play catch. Um, last we left off, Aki and uh, Denji are fighting. He is possessed by the gun devil, so Denji is just trying his best to get him to just come to his senses and resurrect. Um, it's uh it's real it's a real sad thing. And he's you know, in that meantime, he's like getting fucked up and he's like, fuck, I don't think I can avoid this. And that's when people come up. And this is the interesting part. There's like regular citizens come up and they stab their hand and they feed uh, Denji blood, which blood is. I thought it was the dolls at first. I was like, oh, man, not <laughs> these guys. That's what I thought, too. I thought, damn, the dolls are going to fucking double team him. That's fucked up. So they all come to him and is like, please save our children. And they feed him blood, which makes him stronger. And uh, the Chainsaw Man gets up, he faces Aki, and then we cut back to Aki's dreamscape. Uh, he's playing snowballs with uh, Denji, and Denji is actually firing back this time. Like, his kid form wasn't throwing snowballs back at him back uh, before this. And uh, we notice that kid Denji is, like, crying as he's throwing it. Aki's confused, and, you know, he gets hit in the head. And then, uh, you know, he falls down to the ground. And uh, in the next page, Denji is gone. And that's when his brother, Aki's little brother, comes out, who has passed away, which I think is an important 
uh, little thing here. And uh, he's like, wow, I forgot. I wanted to play catch with my brother. And the next page, two-page spread, Aki is dead. Yeah, very gruesome, too. Fucking guts spilling out of his back. Yeah. And Denji's like, I don't think we've ever seen him turn back to Denji, but it melts off of his body, the Chainsaw Man helmet thingy. And Denji is just sitting there destroyed, like, fuck, what did I just do? And uh, now I kind of understand. I feel like I understand. Oh, well, well, we get this little thing from the fucking shiesty-ass future devil who's like... Yeah, or are you just standing up there like the fucking... Uh, he's like, he, 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 he's T-pose. <laughs> he's doing an animation on top of him after he dies. He's up, bro. Emote, yeah. Yeah, he's about to T-bag him. Hold that. Hayakawa. Yeah, Aki Hayakawa, you died in the worst possible way for the Chainsaw Boy. And I wonder if there's like a a secret meaning to that. I wonder if he's like, if you die in service of the Chainsaw Man, something happens to you. But I don't know. I'm also, I'm in a very reading into things kind of mood today. Um, No, I I can't blame you. I hope there is a little bit more to it and he's not just simply dead but that's what it's looking like and you know i can't be mad because you know what this series is about he just so happened to stick around for longer yeah last when he when he made a deal with the future devil he said like yeah uh (laughs) i'm gonna stick around stick around with you dude yeah (laughs) i gotta see this shit (laughs) (laughs) last page we knew he was like ah man he's like (laughs) I was like, that oh, was a no it. type of cool shit foreshadow. And that was a man. Yeah, he's gonna die. Imagine you make that kind of deal. Really you make that kind of deal, and then the future devil's like, I can't wait to see how you die. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh god, that's gonna stink, right? <laughs> My mm. death sucks. Um but yeah, t- last two page spread is Aki playing with his younger brother, and now I kind of I get the the significance of him playing in the snow. I feel like that realm is kind of purgatory in that sense. It's the um, it's kind of the world probably where people go to when they're possessed by a devil. Um, yeah, where until they die, they're kind of like stuck in this moment in time, and then when they die, they're able to like reunite with their loved ones in a sense. And I guess this is a kind of a bittersweet ending for Aki. He's he's dead and that's sad, but also he's like seems to go to heaven and see his family. Um yeah. Amongst all of this shit that, you know, he had to go through and you know, see all his other yeah. die. It's very sad and very beautiful kind of sorta. I mean I'm glad he's at peace because Aki's been like a torture. Because he's a child with his younger brother too, you know? It's mm-hmm. not him as a grown-up with his younger brother. He's, he, they're both children, and, you know. Yeah. And they're going to be playing forever in the afterlife. It's, yeah. it's deep. I've seen that before, like, you know, in, in Malga. And, and, like, you know, like movies and stuff. And it always gives you that kind of like that. It's not so much a warm feeling, but, a, you know, you long for that youth. When, mm-hmm. when everything is simple, you don't have to think too hard about shit and you just think about the next moment uh, mm-hmm. or try to have fun you yeah know, your friends and your family yeah i mean that's a... true that's truly being at peace you know mm-hmm. and, you know they say ignorance is bliss right yeah it's kind of beautiful because aki has been just this tortured character since the series started yeah. it's only now that he started to discover kind of happiness in life so 
I mean, it's a sad time for him to discover it in his last yeah. couple days. But it's a beautiful thing, you know. It's a and it is very Chainsaw Man, I guess. I feel like Chainsaw Man always has these like bittersweet endings to them. It's a lot like Cowboy Bebop in that sense, where there's a lot of like weird, like bittersweet little moments. Um, so yeah, it, I I don't know why, but it just reminded me of that atmosphere. I've been watching Cowboy Bebop recently. I've never watched it, but just, like since the quarantine started, to begin into it, this kind of reminded me of that, where it's always this kind of like sad ending, but kind of sweet. Um, but that's all I got to say about Chainsaw Man. It is fantastic. Um, you guys uh, have any more left to say? Mm-hmm. All right. Without further ado. Solid. Say what, Brian? Solid as usual. Hell yeah. All right. It is time to randomize. I hope he turns his sword into some guns. Batman. Uh, this is Batman issue 96, The Joker War Part 2. Um I want to start this off by saying uh, Jimenez's art, he, like Jimenez is my favorite artist in DC right now. He has this like really cool manga. He, like he draws a lot from manga. He said that himself. He's the guy who drew that like big Superman splash page where it was him and John and uh, Grandpa Kent where they were oh. all like, yeah. And he told people, he's like, yeah, I got the influence from the father-son Kamehameha from Dragon Ball Z. So kudos to him and you know he's got a weird like aesthetic to him but um we open up this issue in gotham city years from now and right then and there i was like obviously a dream uh but years from now yeah gotham is a utopian society everything rules um he's good you know he's in his new bat suit we finally get to see it in action he's chasing um mr freeze and apparently his children um they're there too and they're like wow it's time for us to deal with batman and uh you know it's standard like batman type of deal where he's fighting and then he wins and then he goes to the bat cave and alfred's there and i'm like oh this is gonna be dark Ooh. <laughs> yikes uh and then he turns around and fucking alfred's neck just snaps yeah wizards um and uh yeah that's when he wakes up in Gotham, it's, you know, how it always is when Batman wakes up after, like, a couple days. It's fucking dystopian. Uh, Harley Quinn's with him, and she's got her, like, Mad Max gear on. She's got goggles and a gun, and, you know, she's going ham. Um, yeah, you know, Joker's taking over the city. You know the deal. And then there's this new character. I remember this guy. He's uh, He was teased uh, in a lot of, like, interviews with the writer for this Uh this character is known as the Clown Killer, I believe. Um, he's just going around murdering all of Joker's thugs. Um, that's kind of his motif. I wonder what the plans for him are. I think it's interesting. Yeah, right. This is a cool thing. It's it's this is like that kind of manga esque style of drawing too that I'm really into. It's got like this cool angle. He's got this expression like, hmm, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, looking down. I love it. This guy's awesome. Uh, so yeah, they basically explain that like, yeah, you know, they bought, um, they bought Ace Chemicals, so they're making a whole ton of new, uh, Joker toxins. Uh, the underbroker is keeping the city paralyzed with lawyers, which I don't even know how that's physically possible at this point. I mean, how much litigation can you possibly stuff? I I don't know. In, in fucking Gotham City though, it, it must be very easy. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, Batman is still suffering from the effects of the serum that Punchline gave him. He's still having like these hallucinations. Um, and he just escapes from Harley. He's just like, fuck this, I'm out of here. I'm going to go do Batman things. And uh, he's hearing Alfred in his head as he goes around fucking people up and, you know, heading over to the Monarch Theater, which he knew that, like, the Joker would be at. Um, he opens the theater door and he sees just, like, a bunch of Joker corpses in the theater. And it turns out these are this is apparently every single person the Joker has killed, which I'm like, damn, how'd you fucking amass that? He's killed, like, so many people. Um, All the people he's killed before? Yeah, he's, he's killed yeah, he dug up their bodies and brought them there. Um, and now he's resurrected them using his weird zombie thing, and now they're all going to attack Batman. And that's where the issue ends. Um, yeah, I mean, I like it. But I'm not, like, crazy about it, you know? There's just so much Joker shit happening right now. I feel like... We're a little inundated with, like, you know, Dark Knight's Metal and um, yeah, and uh, the three Jokers that's coming up and now this. Uh, it's like overload. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like that's probably, like, a, a symptom of just, like, the shutdown for a while. Like, this probably would have been better spaced out. But, um, yeah, I, it does just feel like overload. I have, I'm getting too much Joker in my life. Um but it doesn't take away anything from the series. The The writing itself is solid. The art, it's awesome. I just love it for the art alone. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It is just like so much Joker right now. But I am enjoying it for the most part. Um, You got one more thing to say, Josh, before we go? Mm-mm. All right. Without further ado, let us... Randomize. Oh, good. Black Clover. Uh, this is Black wow. Clover. Black Clover, chapter 259, Raging Bull Unison. Uh, RGC. <laughs> All right. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. So I want to be clear, guys. It's not so much that it one overworld trigger. It's the fact that it was just more exciting. Yeah. Um That's I it. mean I was just That's thinking it, is like, know? is this possibly also my RGC? Bro, it's only fifteen pages of just wham bam slam the end. Yeah. Cool. Okay, wait. So I, I guess, can't beat that, bro. You can't win against I that. I guess I should what, give... What you know what? I, I felt like I forgot to do this, and I feel bad, but um, I'm giving Chainsaw Man kind of my RGC. Certified RGC. Certified uh, RGC. But I'll give you this. Spoilers. One Piece is pretty damn good, too. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I, I, I really, like, really like... I feel like next Clover. week's stat's going to be... not much happened. Next huh? week's going to be the RGC One Piece, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. Well, yeah, we'll get there, but okay, right. it's not that much to say about Black Clover. I mean, you could go ahead and take it page by page if you'd like. But yeah, yeah, I'm not. But uh, here's, this, here's... I, I just I just always think about crows whenever I see something like this. You know, it's, remember from Bakuman? Yeah, when he wrote that page with yeah, straight yeah, 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 art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the page. So whatever him. Black Clover does is not any manga, you know. But it's mostly. Yeah, it is mostly. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I just always think about it. I'm like, yeah, this this some crow shit. All right, buddy. So I'm not mad at it. I'm never mad. I embrace it as long as it's well done. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Um, for a second, I was considering giving it my RGC, and I'll tell you why uh-huh. at the end. Um, but this chapter starts off with uh, inside Asta's head. Of course, he has a time limit on his new power set. Uh, his demon's like 50 seconds. You only have 50 seconds to use this power. It would have been a minute, but I was talking my shit for 10. It would have been a minute, <laughs> but everyone always gives someone a minute or 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm giving you... I'm, getting, I'm giving you... It. All right. <laughs> I, hey, man, I gave him my praise. I got to shit on it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, 50 seconds, all right. I, that's why I said maybe that the first 10 was because he was explaining it to him. Yeah. Um, okay, oh, so, man. you know. So they start carving this dude up like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> yeah, he'd be. No exaggeration. He pulls out all the sauce. At least sauce. the demon isn't counting up seconds like you, Habak, right? Oh, my God. I don't. Uh, I, I think I remember that. <laughs> fuck you, Habak, dude. God, what a fucking <laughs> piece of shit that last arc was. Bro, the eyes. And the and and the out of nowhere ass pulling this. Josh, you remember uh the number one Soul oh. Reaper guy? You remember the the big fat guy who was like he's like, now your name is Ewok. <laughs> he's like, now you I, I've taken away your arm. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much that shit was he was talking cool. and then he got blasted from the inside. But and anyway, got, this is, yeah. This is not a, smoke. It's not a hate on bleach yeah. moment. Okay, so you know he's he's doing everything he can to even fucking try to keep up, but Asta keeps cutting him up using his demon power, um, all stuff. There's like a countdown. He's got eight seconds left, um, three seconds. You know all that shit. It's very cool, suspenseful, all that stuff. And then I don't know why, but I, I don't remember at least. Um, why does he? Yami comes out of nowhere and he gives him his sword, which is cool, but why? So, all right, well, basically, he uses his, he kind of throws his other swords to cut him, to to cut the dude away. Oh. Whether that was to save himself or to save Yami. It was unclear to me at first, but I I just, I'm not going to lie, I kind of just assumed that that's what happened. Maybe he could have called the swords, right? But it was just faster for Yami to just throw him his. Yeah. And as you can see, it looks like he instilled the uh the 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 dark magic power you know the spatial yeah the uh, demon power abilities to it so i think it was like a a combo attack it was a little mix of both like he threw his swords and yami just off off like rip just saying yo here (laughs) finish him nigga like (laughs) like that to me it didn't seem like it was a like oh if i don't do this real quick it was a yeah 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 yeah. yeah." (laughs) you know like yeah do it like you you got it that's honestly this is what made the chapter for me. Uh, you know, sorry to come off. No, 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 no. So I'm not... obvious, you know. But <laughs> you know, man, that's what was cool. It wasn't. It wasn't cheesy. It was just pure shonen excellence, like Black Clover has been for the past like month. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I was, I didn't say that to just like poke a hole, and I was like, kind of just confused. Maybe I missed something, but uh, it was. Your pretty... man's is dead, bro. Yeah, no, he is dead. Uh, they cut him down the chest. Anyway. He turns back into a human, and it looks like they won. Uh, man, okay, so the reason I didn't give it an RGC is that there's still a possibility that this does not stick. I have theories. So, 
<laughs> I mean, if it sticks, bravo. You finally broke the mold a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I hope that, I hope it does stick. I hope the demon is like, fuck you, I'll find another person. And then, you know, fucks off. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so this is what I think. I think the demon's about to take over uh, Yami. Mmm, <gasps> good theory. Now, I think this because I, I think that's one of the best things they could do story-wise to, amp, to up the ante and kind of shift the final battle to something that's not a, if I believe in myself, I can win. It's like a, damn, this is, Asta, you did you did thousands of push-ups and you pushed through all this other shit, but now you got to cut down your mans. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. You know, that's, that's rough. That's really hard. You can't just, you know, believe being yourself with that one you had to you had to sacrifice a bit of yeah we'll see i think, see I think that's happens. pretty so, sick i think that would be a i think that would be like this the smart and natural progressive thing to do they need his magic still they need to up the ante some way you know what i mean where they're gonna someone's gonna come back and steal yami do with the thorns fuck out of here he's gonna get smoked <laughs> or you know or maybe asa is gonna turn into a demon mm-hmm no, no way. Or what if Asa starts collecting demons? And oh, no, yeah, that's, that. honestly, that's what I was thinking. Is like, what if the demon goes into Asa? Now he's just double super powerful. And <laughs> <laughs> then what? Yo, dude, that's like that's then actually, go out to space and fight whoever's next. <laughs> yeah, you remember Toriko? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Toriko also had like just two demons in him. Um, yeah. I mean, oh my god! No. I did that reference completely by mistake, but I'm glad it worked. Oh yeah, it did work. That because that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, yo, like Toriko, dude. Then it would truly hey, hey, be hey, the hey, two hey. demons. I forgot. Yeah, then it would be truly like the most stereotypical shonen I've ever seen. But um, yeah, it's yeah. I, it's solid enough. I mean, I had a good time reading it. The action's well drawn. It's probably gonna be fucking bonkers in the anime, um, because they put a lot of effort to the anime of Black Clover. So, um. Yeah, it's good. Um, hopefully, oh, this fight's gonna be so sick in the anime. You yeah. know it. Yeah, hopefully, you know it. He's gonna be getting cut it. up and just reforming, and it's gonna be crazy. Crazy. And he's gonna be talking mad shit in the background. <laughs> That's you know, I love me a character that talks shit. Yeah, Satori. certified, <laughs> certified shit talker. Um, but yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all I got on Black Clover. It's- Brian, do you have anything else to say? Um, Yami's neck at the end is fucking thick as hell, dude. <laughs> yeah, shit, it's yeah. compared to Asta's neck. That shit is it's literally two of Asta's neck on one man. Double neck. That's how thick it is. Yeah, he has double neck. Yo, he, he took that One Piece up. villain's neck and added it to his own neck. Whoa. <laughs> what if I have a theory? What if every time Yami defeats someone, it. he takes their neck? And, and applies it to his own. Yeah. <laughs> That's his true power. I'm not going to be able to turn my head. That's my Wasn't dream. Wasn't that a thing in Hajime no Ippo where, he, where somebody had like a really diesel-ass neck? Yeah, yeah I remember that guy. Yeah, the underwater guy. <laughs> the fisherman. I don't know what happened to him, but he lost. Yeah, no. Ippo just did what he always does and just holds out. He <laughs> just holds out longer than him. Yo, that was rough. Mm-hmm. I've been reading it again. I, I've been catching up. I, it's such it's just, it's such a weird place right now. 
I don't want to spoil it for Josh oh. if he ever. But you're so behind. I will. I will, man. Josh, you're like on, 300 don't, don't chapters behind. I would read Hachimi no Ippo if it was consistent. No, it comes out like in bulk. Like there's, it comes out like five chapters at a time now, which is probably better. Honestly, I I can't imagine having to read this where it's at right now, week to week, because I'd be annoyed. It would just be the rack. I would, yeah, I would rather read it in bulk right now. But uh, I mean, yeah, I don't want that was that was uh, Hajime no Asta. Um, are we? Uh, are we? Done? You mean Hajime no? Yami. We should start reading Seventh Garden. What's Seventh Garden? A really good manga. Okay. It's also the first one that appears when you look when you go search. Oh. <laughs> how do you how are you so easily sarcastic? I'll never know. <laughs> you just go down your own sarcastic road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just disappear. I don't wait for nobody. <laughs> you just disappear and you just like come back with just like a a mean backhanded compliment. <laughs> 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 Who trained you? Who is your no. sensei? <laughs> it's something. It's something that developed. This is the road of sarcasm that you go on. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's randomized. It, you don't choose it; it chooses you. <laughs> like the Avatar spirit. This is Giant Size X Men number. Uh, this is Phantom X number one. Okay. Yo, this was a comic I thought I was gonna make fun of OD and then ended up being like whoa <laughs> I knew you were gonna say whoa whoa shit All right. oh I was gonna crack so many jokes about how irrelevant this dude was yeah, because you saw even it. if I had known nothing about him okay so you saw a guy I was ready to, to, to die on that hill let me tell you what, that he was irrelevant let me tell you what was going on in Josh's head he opened this cover two guns up yeah he saw a man with two Maybe guns can you put the light on please and immediately, Josh was like, I'm triggered. <laughs> now, <laughs> wait, what was that chicken you, you, you saw this dude with two guns, just and you were like, I'm triggered. That's it. I don't know who <laughs> That's he all is. I need. <laughs> he's on the cover. He's, got, he's, just got two, right. he's just got two handguns. Oh, okay. That's, he's done. And a mask covering his face. Oh. That's a ruin his whole career. <laughs> Make way. He's probably real crafty and strategic or something. <laughs> He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Brian, That's his ex-gene. He's just, he's just strategic. He can wear that, that coat, that he combination of mask and coat without suffering from, yeah. from, I don't know. Brian, can you do me a you favor? You can't normally wear that, bro. That's the point. Can you, um, can you Google Phantom X? Uh, it's with an F. Uh, Phantom X Men, and tell me what his like powers are, because I have kind of, I kind of know who Phantom X is. I uh, from X Force. I have a past. I want to know what you know about him, actually, Chris. While Brian looks it up, I remember him from uh, Uncanny X Force. I need to know what his powers are, but I need to know what you know. Every detail. (laughs) Okay, so what do you remember, Phantom X? I remember him from uh, what is cool points. Uncanny X Men. uh, Uncanny X Force. He was on uh, Wolverine's like assassin squad. Him, Deadpool, oh. Archangel, and Psylocke. Um, I forget Who's what Archangel. His, I forget what his powers are. <laughs> so there's Is Archangel that. actual just Angel. No, he's like but Edge. He's like an alternate like personality within Angel. So 
I think he that he was Archangel when Apocalypse kind of made him into Archangel. Yeah. And powered him up. Made and his power Oh, powered him up. So it wasn't just flying. He had more than Yeah, he I mean, you know, he had like metal wings where he could like uh he's like Hawks. Yeah, launch launch yeah, yeah, launch the feathers. Okay, okay, that's pretty lit. It's pretty lit. <laughs> just not regular wings. Because you know people can fly too. Yes. Yeah. Um Brian, did you find it? Brian? You're not talking. I can't hear you. My bad. I was muted. Okay. Uh, Phantom X can create extremely realistic illusions. He <laughs> calls this ability misdirection. This ability is based on reality skewing rather than telepathy or holographic. Uh, he's basically projection. got the shar- He's got the um. What's that move? The Sharingan. Genjutsu. Uh, the no 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 the um the Sukuyomi. Infinite Sukuyomi. <laughs> yeah, he's got the. He's got infinite Tsukuyomi. All right. So basically, we get a little bit of a backstory. I hey, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. He's also a superb marksman. <laughs> so take that, Josh. Just That's his XG. That's his XG marksman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So apparently a little bit more because we get a little insight as to where he comes from. There is this thing called the world. The world. Uh, where uh, <laughs> there are genetic soldiers made to fight mutants specifically, and inside the world, uh, the, oh, man. Brian, you're gonna have to turn <laughs> off your light because you're getting dark. Uh, huh? Brian, turn on the light before your darkness powers activate. <laughs> Quickly, yes, we do not need maximum edge, Brian. That's too <laughs> too much for this uh, podcast. Yeah, I can't handle it right now. We're this, not ready for that. Okay, so there's this is. This place called the world that operates outside of the laws of physics. So time doesn't necessarily move the same in there as it does out here. Phantom X was born in there as a super soldier to fight mutants. Uh, I thought I thought he was just a mutant, but I guess not. Mm. Um, it's interesting. So he was Psylocke, uh, Phantom X himself was uh, considered a defective uh, superhuman. So they just kind of threw him out. Like the baby factory from uh, from Promise Neverland. It's like this one's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out of here. Uh, and all this time, he's just been like, throughout time, he's been just going back. Uh, he went back in World War II with the Howling Commandos after Captain America was frozen in ice. Uh, he went back again, somewhere down the road. He just ke- this is a story of him just continuously going back to the world uh, for what. I'm not exactly sure. He goes back with the Hellfire Club, um, all that stuff, and it turns out like the other, cl- the uh, I guess like the other kid that stayed there, uh, yeah. he's that they cut. Yeah, he's just kind of like building something there, uh, you know, something that's probably going to be paid off down the line. And Phantom X is just trying to fucking figure that shit out, and that's this entire issue. Uh, him going there over different eras in the Marvel Universe history. I know this because, like, he also goes in there with Cyclops and Wolverine in their uh, Grant Morrison costumes, like when Grant Morrison was writing New X Men, where they had this jacket with the X. Oh, so that was it was a significant it was significant that they had it. Okay, yeah. so what's so at what point in time was that? I I don't know for sure, but I believe it's like early two thousands. I would say. Okay. Um, Before where, like House of M and all of that. Yes. Uh, this is before House of M. 
Uh, this is when Grant Morrison was writing on X Men, and he, this is the design that he had. It's he included them to point to the specific era, um, you know, and you know the cycle kind of just repeats itself every time he goes back. Uh, this mystery guy is just more advanced. He's got more armor on, and he's like really revving up for war. And now we get to the present time, where Storm, who we remember, I guess, from way back in the first giant giant size X Men has been diagnosed with this cyber disease. So she's dying, and the only way to cure her seems to be to enter the world and find the cure there. Uh, so they take her in, and that's where the issue ends. So this is like kind of the first, like the one of the connective tissue between these giant size X-Men books because they've been pretty much one-shots focused on one character each, uh, or one or two. So... I guess the next one is going to be the last one, which is, I believe, Storm, uh, Giant Size X Men Storm. Which yeah, because is- something about her being sick, right? But mm-hmm. it's and it's not a matter of like, oh, she could just get reborn. Mm-hmm. It's like something that's going to that's follow. Right. right? That's right. Um, that if she dies and is resurrected, she's just going to be born again with this thing. So they have to deal with it once and for all, and that's um, that's where the issue ends. It's very interesting. These are little one shots, just kind of like leaving breadcrumbs out there, and this is the first time they've kind of, like, rounded it out to a little bit of a story. Do uh, you remember what happened with the children of the vault? Or who were the three people that went into the vault? I don't... Th- oh, yeah, they haven't... Did they? They, have, they haven't... Uh, I don't think they... They closed that yet. No, right? And didn't Wolverine go in there? Look, oh, man, there's just so many fucking open-ended things. Yeah, man. Like, I, I get it. He's just planting the seeds. Yeah, I mean, like... He, Remember that other island that joined with with that weird fucking creature that told mm-hmm. them to bounce? When mm-hmm. he said, you have erred greatly. <laughs> yeah. You have erred He's greatly. Chilling. Man, He's, yeah. I mean, there's so many fucking plot threads happening in this X-Men run. It's so massive. This is probably the biggest thing in comics in a while. Uh, and man, I'm here for it. Uh, I like it. I'm hoping that eventually I'll just come to a head and we finally start to get to see these little pieces connect and little dots connect. So here's, here's to that. I'm here for it, but uh, that's all I got to say about this issue. It was solid. I think it's kind of important. So this one you got to pick up, you could skip the Magneto one from last month. That one's was like me, but uh, this one's pretty important because of the key. Oh yeah. The fucking key. Shit. I forgot about the key. You're right. You got to fucking buy all of these. (laughs) Never mind. Um, all right, so yeah, that was X Men. Let's uh, move on. I guess it's time to randomize. He said, "Is this ice, <laughs> dickhead? Is it cold?" Doctor Stone. Uh, I I opened it on the last page, but this is Doctor Stone, chapter one hundred and sixty. Uh, Senku got shot, <laughs> and he is like, he survived, of course, but uh, he is in dire straits. The bullets passed straight through him. They missed all like vital organs, but he is bleeding out pretty badly and uh basically this chapter is like they they he realized they left him alive on purpose in case he reveals the secret on his dying breath you know they wanted to give him a chance to reveal his secret to his cohorts and luna will be there to overhear it and come back um and so back on the island uh the warriors and uh and chrome's team meet up uh, they're 
playing to storm uh, Zeno's headquarters, and then they realize that they get a message that Senku has been shot and he is in critical condition. He won't be around. So uh, Senku kind of passes the buck on to Chrome. Is Chrome has kind of had like the second most character development in this entire series. Kuromu. Kuromu. <laughs> he's kind of been Senku's right hand man here. So he's basically like, you got to take the reins now, buddy. I taught you all the science. Now you just have to apply. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, this is a cool two-page spread. Chrome. Chrome is like, look at this face. He's just like, I must become scientist, man. But um, yeah, he put he put on the yeah, this the super detail, ready for action face. <laughs> the ready for action all right. face. Um. All right, well, yeah, that was Doctor Stone. Pretty simple. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was a uh, it was a cool thing to get this development for Chrome kind of pay off a little bit more. Um, I feel like this is not the first time it's happened where Senku's like, "Now you're the scientist, Chrome. I'm leaving it in your hands." But I guess it's the most dire situation possible. But uh, yeah, I mean that's all I got to say. You want to say one more thing before we go? Yeah. Randomize. Dark, Dark, Dark Knight's Death Metal Legends of the Dark Knights. Long ass title. <laughs> this is a one shot kind of explaining everything. Uh, is, he, I guess they realize, like, all right, we got a lot of things that we left open. We got to close them. And it basically, this first, it's like a little anthology that explains. There's only really two very important stories here. The first of which is the very first one where um, we get an explanation as to who is the Dr. Manhattan Batman. And uh, it turns out, man, we weren't lying when we said the Batman who Eisen's. Because <laughs> the Batman who laughs has been like, has plotted for every fucking eventuality. And uh, in the, the first few pages are just kind of like an explanation as to what's been happening so far. Um, yeah. We explained that the dark multiverse is basically. Weird, in a weird way, it's kind of, it was kind of needed. Yeah. And not for not for me personally, but I think just to make sure that they know everything that's happened so far. <laughs> like you, you guys remember what you've been doing, right? Uh, all right, make sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, I remember. <laughs> I feel like I'm a. I appreciate it because like I was kind of confused on some things or I've forgotten some stuff over the break, so it was good to get a little refresher. Uh, the dark multiverse is basically a dreamscape world, and uh, where basically all the worst nightmares of every DC character is fully realized. And one of those is the Batman who laughs his universe where the Joker has infected Batman. He is now not just the Joker, but kind of Batman and the Joker fused into one person. Um, and over the years, after like the whole scenario with Barbados uh, and Lex Luthor, uh, the Batman who laughs has been traversing uh, multiverses and he found one where Bruce Wayne just happened to be uh, working on some big uh, tank thing, like this big energy uh, generator thing. And as uh, Bruce is going to test it, he just like, he set it off and it basically creates the Dr. Manhattan explosion from Watchmen. And it creates the <laughs> Batman who, the, the bat, the bat Manhattan. Um, yeah. And there you go. All right. So, I was okay with it. I was okay. I think we could take a break real quick and say, uh, yeah, for for a little story and say, we okay? 
with them using Watchmen and yeah. Dr. Manhattan and stuff like this. I mean, I buy it. It's not the worst. Thing. I guess if, if nobody else, why not be like, you know, the apex predator himself, right? The evil version of Batman. <laughs> what's Fine. Fu- what's funny is All that, right. like, after. <laughs> After Bruce, it, like as Bruce is transforming into Batman, Hatton, that's when Batman who laughs just shows up and stabs him in the fucking head and lobotomizes him, and is yeah. like, "Nope, that's gonna be me." And huh. you know, the, you know the rest of the story. He basically gets himself killed, turns into the Batman, Hatton, and he starts to experience every possible Batman scenario in the multiverse. So he experiences a universe where he's Lex Luthor. He experiences a universe where he's Mr. Freeze and Bane and all of this shit. Um, Somebody drinking from a glass and another guy with a swoop. Whoa. And another guy busting off a AK. Because mm-hmm. oh. as we all know, Dr. Manhattan is, a, is capable of experiencing multiple realities Everything. and timelines at once. Yeah. He's omnipresent, that guy. So at least that's been established. That that is a real thing we've seen in Doomsday Clock. Um, and so he's basically his plan is just like I could be more than just Batman. I could just absorb every superhero experience or supervillain experience ever, and just become this weird uh, darkness, heartless Kingdom Hearts version of myself and take over the entire multiverse. Yeah, he's you know his his. He said he wants to evolve something past just the Batman and the Joker. You know, just what he says. He he had this whole he had this whole page talking about how Bruce Wayne itself, like the reason why there's so many different variations of him that that come out this way across the universe is because of he he's a, a reactionary yeah. type of person. Not not like by personality, but just that's what he that is what Bruce Wayne is in every universe. Just something that's heavily reactionary yeah. that changes based on what he goes. Yeah, Bruce Wayne and is always a result of a bigger event, I guess. Yeah, and what and now he and what 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 this guy wants to be the bat who laughs or who used to be that called by that he wants to be the event. He wants to be the trigger. He wants to be the bullet mm-hmm. that killed the parents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He also wants to. It just was like, a, it was a cool way to, to 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 make it still a Batman thing mm-hmm. in the midst of all of this weirdness. Uh, yeah, I'll say this. I also, um, I, I appreciate it. I think it's like a really cool, big, like event type of uh, stakes. You know, it's fucking huge. Um, he also wants to kill all Perpetua and all of her friends. Like, all those other guys. Yeah. Uh, the Beyonders and stuff. And as a real quick note, there is another story where they introduce who the Robin King really is. And it turns out it's just an alternate reality where Bruce Wayne was an asshole as a child. where he was just a fucking dickhead he killed his parents and then he killed Gordon and then he killed Alfred and then he just ended up as one of the Robins in uh, the Batman Who Laughs stead and there you go that's the Robin King Uh, I think I I mean I didn't see it coming but I should (laughs) have but what do you do it was a solid twist enough I guess um but with that being said, I think it's good. Uh, I don't really care for the other stories. They're just kind of like mini chapters in this whole event. Uh, I guess the T-Rex one was like cool. <laughs> it was like, they explained the T-Rex Batman. Yeah. The batman is The one was funny too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a worth a read. I, I would suggest pick it up. It's a, it's a solid addition to... It, it doesn't feel like a superfluous tie-in to the event. But um, with that being said, it's time... Randomized.
<laughs> My Hero Academia. Uh, what manga is this from? Oh, you bitch. You brought up Bleach. <laughs> How'd you know? I can tell. Is it the heart? It was the condescending look on that character's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is My Hero Academia, chapter 279, League of Villains versus you. My Brian students. Academia. My Brian Academia. Okay, so basically all the teams, all the I students. two-page spread, though? I did. I pulled it Oh, up. yeah. Yeah, cool two-page spread. I like it. Um, shows everybody. It's very, it's very well drawn. Of That's course, like poster worthy. All of his two-page spreads, like all his color pages, are kind of poster worthy. All of his like color pages are always cool. He's a very talented artist, Brian. There, are you happy now? Stay, Captain Obvious over here. Yes, he's very good and talented. Um, but last we left off, um, Yagiruzu has decided to uh, band all of the students together in an effort to take down Gigantomachia. Uh, and a lot of this is uh, action, you know. Uh, she, the plan is that like she's made a ton of sedatives. Everyone has like a vial, so they're all just kind of gonna subdue Gigantomachia, and all of them have like a chance to kind of throw the vial into his mouth and and incapacitate him. So uh, Gigantomachia is still speeding towards it. Um, credit to fucking Mount Lady and uh, Kamoyu Woods; they're still holding on. Uh, they're getting dragged, basically. Look at her face, <laughs> like at, in that page where she's like being just grinding on the ground. Like, ah! <laughs> no, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah. she's like, yeah, and the dude's knocked out with his with his with his like arms wrapped around the legs and like connecting both of them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, damn, I need you to like let go so I can get back up. Being dragged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. so. That happens, and then she manages to trip him up. Uh, Gigantomachia falls, and big kaboom. They now have their chance right on the target they landed, and uh, they start pulling him by, I guess, like uh, the plant lady's hair. I'm kind of confused where the rope comes from. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I remember now. I'm bugging. Last chapter, there was, like, I saw that there were, they had ropes on the ground just waiting, uh, and Mineta's balls connected them all. Uh, so... There's also Mudman's thing sinking yes, his feet. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so now that they have him, they're trying to tug him. They got all the strong characters. That was pretty cool. Like the super strength yeah. guys pulling the fucking rope. The sugar guy. The sugar guy. The Shorty beast. The big hands. Yeah. Uh, and they're just pulling away. Uh, fucking uh, the arms dude and Ojiro and um, and arms dude. I forget his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Kendo. She, it's a girl. No, 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 not her. I'm talking about um the guy from Class One A, uh, the one with the mask, oh. the sugar guy. No, the guy with the mask and um with the multiple with the tentacles, tentacles. Oh, I forgot his name too. Exactly, Mister Number One Fan. <laughs> you just said guy with hands. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I did just say guy with hands. Um, yeah. Well, they, I was going to say guy with tail. I don't know his name. Ojiro. I know his name for some reason. Yeah, because you love him because he's mad basic. And Yo, he's no the best. Yo, dude, I if he ever tell. gets a bow and arrow, it's over. All for one better run. You know that's what's going to happen. Run. He's going to pick up a weapon next. That's the next <laughs> He's going to shoot a bow and arrow with his tail. He's going to be a bow and arrow and he's going to be, you know, 
Okay, so they got him, and they got um the belly button kid shooting lasers. That's cool. Everybody, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, they, everybody's they, using they their powers. At them. Yeah, Kaminari comes in, you know, uses his like projectile things, and right before he's gonna do that, though, Mister Compress just throws fucking cement blocks at him like crazy, like debris. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> just on one person. Such a cool moment for Kaminari, though. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was yeah, about to compress. Is like, man, fuck out of here. <laughs> I think this is compress is MVP of the League of Villains right now. Nah, he holds it down, man. He's he is he is the leader of that group. He's the second in command for sure. Yeah, he took this out, is the second time he saved their ass. <laughs> yeah, he took out midnight. He said, "Nah, no, no, electric kid, fuck you." Um. Oh, also, I wanted to note, uh, Gigantomaki is, like, pulling off the ground, and Mineta's balls are, like, stuck to the bottom of his neck. It's kind of interesting to see how strong his quirk really is. Like, even as... There's no other word for it. (laughs) His orbs. He's just, like, stuck to the bottom of his face. It's kind of funny. Like, Gigantomaki, no matter how much he pulls, he can't get rid of them. It's pretty low-key strong for uh, Mineta. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so he just like blows everyone away. Gigantomachia, literally, two page spread, just like <sighs> and just blows people away. Um, and we get a little bit of a listing of what Gigantomachia can actually do. He has a quirk that turns morale into physical energy, he has another quirk that makes him numb to pain, and a bunch what? of other quirks. Like, that's not even all of his quirks, he has multiple quirks. Uh, and you know he's he's only being held back right now because he's prote- he's like protecting the league. If they weren't on his back, it'd probably be easier for him to fucking get away. Um, but yeah, finally in the in a really cool moment, Mountain Lady finally gets the edge on him. She just comes up, fucking tackles him to the ground, opens his mouth because she knows like yo these kids are gonna come through, throw the fucking vial, and then. He, uh, as she's holding his mouth open, Ashido arises from the flames in her full acid costume. Uh, hell yeah. This chapter was so good, man. It was really cool. Um, my question, why Ashido specifically? Is Ashido the traitor maybe? Imagine that. I think it's just because she's probably the most mobile out of everybody at this moment mm-hmm. because she kind of fucking slides around and shit. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. I was like mostly what if, I was mostly what if joking. She fucking flies into Giganto Machia's mouth and destroys him from the inside with all that acid. Or, or, or maybe what's going to, or what's really happening is that, you know, this is another showcase of him sprinting through a situation and he's like, well, uh, you know, I plan to end this little situation with the classmates after this next chapter very, very fast and abruptly. So I'm going to make sure everybody had the moment of screen time. She's the only one that didn't have a little bit of screen time yet. So that's what I'm guessing. It okay. Is. Not having nothing to do with her powers. Just, I mean, oh, yeah, she do too. So we can get back to, you know, running fast towards Shigaraki. And I mean, everything that's been going on with the, with the class, with the... Um, UA students, you know, everything's been planned. You know, wouldn't show oh, up. I don't think everything hasn't been planned. I just think he, you know, 
like like you know when you're walking up steps and instead of going one you skip you just skip like one step and then there's yeah. some people that skip two steps that's your man he's skipping two steps through these arcs right now dude i don't think it's that bad i don't think it's that bad i agree because with ryan like, i don't think it's that bad but i think like it's purposely in this case i think they're purposely like Building up the uh, the optimism really fast for something to go desperately wrong next chapter. Yeah, I think yeah, I that's sh- been a trend with this whole arc in general is hope and then fuck you and then despair, and then super despair. Okay, I mean, who knows? I guess we'll see next week. My, I'm I'm putting money Ashido's trader. <laughs> but no, if I'm but if Maki gets past that, would be really interesting. If Makia gets past these guys, they're fucked. It's that simple. Everybody's fucked if Makia gets there. Deku's fucked. Everybody's fucked. So they literally have to stop him here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, I mean... The situation is over. Yeah, great chapter. Uh, A lot of of, um, RGC contenders next week. It's either this or next manga, but with that... I mean, great chapter. The continue to be high in My Hero Academia. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, I think so. Uh, That's all I got to say about My Hero. Great chapter. Uh, any more before we go? All right. It's time to randomize. One Piece. Uh, this is our final series of the week. This is One Piece chapter. Yeah. One Piece chapter 986. Save the best for last. My name. That's not named Black Clover. Yeah. Uh, last we left off, we had. Hello, sir. There was a lot of things going Bro, on. Bro, we're not going to talk about this this cover page? Come oh, yeah. on, man. They uh, violated it. Why'd they just let they pop like that? <laughs> I have news, sir. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. Give me some damn respect. I'm sorry. Don't you fucking do it, too. I know what you're going to do. Here comes the news. You're this not supposed to say it, bro. news all right. So the editors of One Piece have continually have continued to speak about One Piece and how close it is to being finished. Uh, and they are saying that after the Wano arc, they are rear- the the ending of the series is rearing its head. So that means what? I think I think in my opinion they didn't say it, but I think One Piece has at least one or two arcs left before it's done. Yeah, that I buy. Yeah, um, that's a what I think. I mean, they have to go to Elbath. I don't see a. Yeah, a pa- I'm I, pretty sure the next arc is going to be Elbath, and then after that, we're going to end up going into a war arc, which could take fucking forever to finish. Yeah. I mean, so One Piece still has a couple years left in it, but in arc wise, another five years. Years. You know, like, I mean, it's not like an arc can't take a two whole years to finish or something, and that could just be a mini arc, you know. So. I mean, man, I feel like the we'll only see. reason they say this shit is because people keep asking them. Like, is it going to end soon? Well, who cares? I, I don't care. I don't want it to end soon. What is wrong with everybody? No, I think I think they're, they're just... Crackers, I think because ha- they haven't really been that up to date. Like, they haven't really been this, like, you know, they haven't reoccurringly talked about the series ending as much as they did in the past two years, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, and I feel you. Can't you. Wait for this to end, Brian. That's I'm not saying I can't what is wait this, for it to end. What is this blasphemy I'm fucking listening to? We really that, gave you the spotlight. 
they they just keep bringing it up, man. And I really think that Wano is the is the start of the end. They keep asking them it's in interviews. This is like, is it close? And the editors have to be like, yes, we're almost done. I don't think they have to, but Look, it's. Well, I think it, it's. I really think it is the way that Wano is starting to, you know, cli- how its climax is starting to go. I really think that it really does seem like this is where the beginning of the end starts. You sure. know, at Wano. Sure. I mean, of course. Yeah. We're obviously seeing like the light at the end of the tunnel here, but that's so distant because there's still so like if you think about how many in terms of just chapters. Just like how many things have to happen, and like not considering breaks that Oda might have to take down the line. One Piece still definitely has a couple years left in it. I'm not saying that it doesn't. It's not going to have a lot of years left. I'm just saying two or two, maybe maybe three arcs left in it. That's fine. That's like five to ten. We all know how long One Piece arcs are. (laughs) So that's literally years of fucking of of chapters left in it. Yeah. Well, there's no way to know for certain, right, guys? So yeah. Interesting I mean, news. Definitely Oda can also always it. change his mind. He he's done it before, where he's like, "Keep it going for another five years." <laughs> yeah, right. You know what? Maybe we I'm should still do here. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, there's more than likely a chance that One Piece is nearing its goal. So, what are you gonna do? That was big news, Brian. And uh, this is the One Piece chapter. Uh, last we left off, a ton of stuff was happening. Uh, Momonosuke was about they to get this assassin. nigga's ass off screen. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. I'm not mad about <laughs> I'm that. I'm recapping. <laughs> uh, okay, so everybody, you know, okay, all, all this stuff happens. The chapter starts off with uh, the samurai uh, gathered around Kondro's body because, yes, they did defeat him off screen, uh, which makes me think, yeah, I mean, he's still around. I feel like he's going to factor in down the line. Um, but yeah, they had this moment where they all just like kind of remember, like, "Fuck, we just had to kill our friend because he was a fed." Um, but that doesn't last long. He just goes to Izo. He's like, "Oh, Izo's back. Sick. Hey, buddy. Oh, welcome back, bro." Uh, and meanwhile, back. Wait, they didn't notice he was there. Izo just got got here with uh with Cat Viper. Oh. And uh, Keenanmon just got there. He wasn't there with them. Like him and Denjiro just arrived when yeah. the rest of the yeah, cousin nine was there. Um, oh, okay. Meanwhile, with Kaido, Kaido's still like, choose your side, samurai. Are you going to join me? And man, immediately, like the Onibawashu and uh, the, the former captain of the samurai are like, yeah, Kaido, we're going with you. Why would I, why would we choose to die here? So. Basically, they're they're like, all right, cool. You, the rest of you have a little bit of time to choose. Uh, and he basically goes to Mona and is like, what is your name, boy? <laughs> Before I kill you, what's your name? Uh, meanwhile, Luffy manages to get the handcuffs off of Yamamoto, uh, the exploding handcuffs. He uses his hockey to do it, like Rayleigh does. does. Well, Luffy felt like, it probably wasn't really going to blow up. Why would you do that to your own daughter, right? To yeah. your own seed. Yeah. So he just tosses it aside. Um, yeah. Everybody's just like blitzing the uh, the square where Kaido is. Um, everybody's just making their way there. Uh, and Momonosuke is like, I am Kozuki Momonosuke, the man who will become Shogun of Wano. 
And everybody's like, ha, 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 we're dickheads, so we're going to laugh at this dying child. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and that's when the handcuffs explode. And Yamamoto's like, holy shit, he really was going to kill me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually surprised. I, I thought that was going to be like a, a funny thing. Like, you know, like, yeah, of course, he, like, he wouldn't blow up, but it sure did. Yeah. It, and um, right when they arrive, that's when the Ayakaza 9 just fucking yoke up behind uh kaido um the uh kaido's men start to like gang like get ready to to scrap but that's when izo shoots a gun which is uncharacteristic for a samurai i hope he turns his sword into some guns (laughs) your one wish from samurai eight it came true (laughs) in one piece Mm -hmm. I feel like Oda did that for Samurai 8. He's like, this one's for you, Kishimoto. Respect. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, I kind of miss it. Uh, yeah, sure. I miss it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, okay, so, you know, they're all, like, getting ready to scrap. The uh, Ayakaza 9 all just fucking... The chapter ends with a two-page spread of them just all fucking attacking Kaido. And Kaido's like, your swords can do nothing to me. As they because attacked. he knows he's getting squatted up. <laughs> None of you so are the like, main ah. character. <laughs> You're not going to defeat like, y'all me. Y'all got me, but it won't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Y'all got this one. <laughs> oh, you got me there, guys. Damn. I should have been smarter, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and that was One Piece. Um, not uh, Tsunachi. Does that mean raid? Like, is that like a Japanese term for. I feel like they talk. I feel like this is a thing from the flashback that I forgot. Uh, but yeah, Tsunachi. I kind of remember that word being said. I just forget what it means. Um, but in any case, yeah, that was a chapter. Um, solid chapter. I feel like next week is gonna be fucking lit. Uh, Kaido's finally in action. The raid is effective. Is like starting proper. Uh, I'm very much here for it. Uh, finally, One Piece is gonna start getting into gear for real this time. Now there's no escaping. Kaido's right there. <laughs> They're gonna fight. So, yeah, he's he's into some action at the moment. So, just no, until Big Mom gets there, she's already there. Oh, she's there. She's <laughs> not like the fight is gonna turn. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, think about who's there. They have like all the main villains. Fucking Momonosuke is there. The Ayakaza Nine, Luffy, Perospero's on his way. <laughs> yeah, Perospero's somewhere. Um. Law and Marco's Z- around. Yeah, Law, Zoro, and Kid are all in the building somewhere. Um, the top three supernova. Yeah, Basil Hawkins is there. Fucking uh, <laughs> straw hat, straw man. Yeah, straw man. Uh, X Drake, Scratchman Apu is still up. It's gonna be a fun arc going forward. But um, yeah, I mean that was One Piece. Great chapter. And that. Uh, any more thoughts before we go? Hmm. All right. And that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Wow. Uh, I'm so glad everything's back. Uh, thank you guys for joining us as usual. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal, Joshua Cole at JD Cole underscore 37, Brian Espinal at B.ESP, all Twitter, Instagram, wherever, social media. Um, follow the show itself at New Jump City. Follow Brian's stream on Twitch. It's Punchline. Uh, please do that there our theme song is by drum foo uh follow him at drum underscore foo 
Email us at newgemcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about. Uh, and uh, leave some comments of what you guys thought about this week's issues and stuff. So, you know, all, I think that's the whole spiel. Unless I'm forgetting something. But uh, in any case, thank you guys so much for, for listening. Take care and be safe. Peace.